0: welcome back to entertainment banter my name is joel and, and my I'm matt. partner there is he interrupted me
1: i always say my own name fool. i
0: know but you let you gotta let me finish i have a whole no old we've pain.
1: never i've never let you introduce my name i always say and i'm matt
0: anyways i wasn't you're right you may be right i don't know this is episode <laughs> 73 probably
1: no so i don't know i were yeah maybe i don't know keep going By the way,
0: so inside inside
1: joke inside joke. My wife said the new show could be called "Celebrity Soapbox."
0: Our show. (laughs) Oh.
1: (laughs) Why don't we talk about something later? Keep okay. going. This is not a good start to our pod, as always. We never do a good to, job starting out. No, right, never what are we talking do. about today, It Joel. feels like you just
0: break <laughs> into our conversation that we're just having and welcome to whatever Matt decides. <laughs> in the to, middle of
1: in the middle of our conversation, to Welcome to... fancy. Welcome yeah, to the middle of Joel fancy. and
0: Matt's middle of our conversation. You have no idea what the f- <laughs> we're talking about, but here we are. Uh, <laughs> but if you're coming if you're tuning in because you saw the title, because you like right. what the title said, because Moa writes the titles this one is yes. going to be about joker oh jo- joker Joaquin phoenix's joker
1: yes yes it's been a long time since we have been able to talk about this so it's obviously been out in theaters it's it's, already on, DVD. it's I, already on blu-ray yeah
0: it's already won best award at sag awards that's a movie. billion
1: right over a billion was the best
0: movie no no sorry that was parasite my bad my bad no. i just uh F that one is uh what's his name steve i honestly don't know i'm not family, up to speed on parasite. family feud who's the family feud guy i i don't know oh shit <laughs> all
1: right so we're talking about joker let's move on so let's we're talk talking about over.
0: joker we're talking about joker i just watched it matt loves it and uh yeah i thought it was are. a good
1: movie i thought it was a good movie i didn't i didn't hate it that's for sure um well
0: let's talk about it. how it you wanna hit this. You wanna
1: talk you wanna talk about politics first? You wanna talk about the actual well, film? What do
0: you want to talk about? Well it definitely hits all angles. It had just enough Batman influence yes. to get made okay. and it was just enough to appease even the hardcore Batman fans. Like I don't I don't read the Batman comics. All I know is what like family have told me about the Batman comics. And uh spoiler alert, we're gonna ruin the whole movie for you.
1: Yeah, well, by now, like as always, in everything we do, uh, they should, they should know about. it. If they wanted to see it, they they should know by now. <laughs> accurate, I mean, accurate. We're so behind in posting these things these days. we all the stuff that we're doing. It's just we can't keep up. Right, right, um,
0: right, right. I mean, I I thought the movie was well done. It, it it, I don't think it could have been made earlier. I think it was made at the right time, just because of okay. um, yeah. like to get that fandom. I don't think it's amazing that Warner Brothers actually did it. Well, here we go. Interesting look into the Joker's eyes, in a sense. It was kind of interesting to see that development. Like it's a it's a total character development movie. That's all it is. There's not much plot. It's just him developing into who he is, Mm.
1: or who he's always been.
0: But the thing is, is is this truly the Joker's origin, or is this just an idea of it sparked another true Joker, and this one just gets arrested and he's gone you know what i mean
1: there's never been so based on the comics that i've read there's never been an official Origins, story of origin however there are origin stories that have been written so um, right. the first right. thing i wanted to talk about briefly was the as always the politics in hollywood and the whole there's a lot of individuals that again when you go back to the whole this modern era is so irritating and i, I think it actually is changing because the box office is taking hits. But uh, this whole SJW kind of thing is still prominent in everything. And so and also the Martin, Martin Scorsese comments about superhero movies. So I just wanted to touch base on it with Joker. Joker was very interesting because uh, one thing is Joker, according to the Warner Brothers, as of right now... Uh, joker is like a standalone movie it's not part of their their universe it's not part of you know dawn of justice and all that stuff it's just its own thing and they admitted it to be that way and for the longest time all the movies right now that warner brothers has been doing in dc they basically have admitted that you know none of these are really even though they connect they're not really connecting um that might change because disney just lost jj through lucasfilm and so he's going straight over to dc warner brothers to start doing the the marvel thing so uh he's going to be giving marvel a run for their money and if marvel and disney keep doing the sjw stuff uh, and jj decides to veer away from that uh disney might be in some serious competition does that and mean because we're, gonna, a-
0: we're gonna have uh remakes of all the movies again <laughs>
1: possibly which i would be okay with i mean that happened with spider-man we've talked about it numerous times they've reinvented spider-man in the same decade like you
0: know three times
1: three three different people you know almost yeah. in the decade and a half so you know it's totally possible um but then you get back to martin scorsese and they, you know they were trash talking all the the superhero movies including the people that made this movie the people that made this movie were trashy on the superhero movies but then they said you know we're gonna make a joker movie didn't martin scorsese fun- make this movie no, he did not. No, no, he definitely did not. It's, yeah, was, but he he was he was commenting on it, how superhero movies are not artistic enough, or whatever, uh, right. not cinema, as it were. But They're all like those theme same
0: parks,
1: theme park movies, right? But all those same critics were raving about Joker, which I hate to tell you because it is the Joker it is a theme park movie according to their description but they won't acknowledge that because it's hiding under the cloud of um, you know like mental illness and and all this stuff which I'm not knocking you know what I mean like I, to me it's like I don't care if it's a theme park movie or if they consider it a classic cinema movie that doesn't bother me. I just find it kind of hypocritical that under the mask of a very popular, one of probably the most popular comic book villains of all time, they're allowed to say it is cinema because they focused on the mental illness aspect of it. But, um, You know, like that's their. I I consider that a cop out personally. Walking Phoenix did
0: win like Best Actor or something with that.
1: Not not knocking his performance at all. I uh, I watched crazy. Well, what I enjoy
0: transformation of like into his like letting his psychotic take over.
1: Well, when you obviously don't work on a project, you don't know the ins and outs of everything. And thankfully, to in this day and age, as right now, they still take the time to put stuff on behind the scenes. Um, and deleted scenes and and whatnot. I like watching the process, the creative process. Did you and, watch and all that shit? I did. Holy yeah, crap. and uh, I thought I thought they did a great job. Uh, I liked I, I like when I see an organic story being told, and I and I feel like that's what happened with Joker. Um, there was one specific moment where they discuss how the his creation of the Joker came to be, and it was um, the scene where after he killed the three guys on the on the, the subway, I think. Yeah, the uh, you, uh,
0: Wall Street guys, yeah.
1: Yeah, He so he runs away and he runs into a bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. And originally, I guess in the script, they said that he was supposed to throw the gun away because he was scared. But then, I don't know if it was Joaquin or if it was uh, the director, but they basically came up with the decision of like, how would he know – To get rid of the gun if he's not all mentally there so they decided to talk about it and he said that which I think one of the and we can talk about more of the film in detail in a second but he actually had a soundbite of the the score that was being written and so he played it the director played it for Joaquin to get a feel and all of a sudden he just started dancing he just started to feel the music so to speak and if you notice they said that was when his joker the actor Find, that's when the actor found the character does that make sense and yeah. that's when they said all of a sudden that's when it hit and so if you watch the whole movie now you'll see that moment he'll start to do that fluid dance at certain times no, you or whatever start,
0: you start watching it happen you're like I, I'm I'm watching the film you know the aftermath you know what's going to happen you know right. where the future is going so like when you saw all that ha- unfolding it was very fascinating to me and oh, yeah. him going down that path and figuring out that his life was a lie as well. And his mom was also mentally ill. And it, it just, and the thing is that he's not really, you don't know who his biological parents still are and the whole thing. And
1: well, they, they play mind games with you, which I thought was brilliant, especially with the script because in the story, because, um, I, it's, you're bringing up a lot of great points. I can't keep up with you, but I would say they, I'll just talk about the process real quick and then I'll be done. But they, they also gave him, room to play like when he comes out for the talk show as the joker yeah he oh my god that he and uh, yeah he interpreted that entrance multiple times and changed it up every single time it was great to watch all the different versions that he did uh, but the one that they went with was absolutely stunning in my opinion i actually really enjoyed how he came out he was just very fluid you could you could see that music in his head as he came out and i just thought that was really cool um, I like the realism of his character, um, and th- at first, I just—it's interesting when you you watch it because like there's only a couple of times where you see something kind of like oh shit, where he uh, like he bangs his head on a glass and glass breaks and stuff, and you see him going crazy. You think right. oh he's getting crazy, he's getting crazy like the Joker. But the reality is, what's really cool about the story is the joke they made he's it so that the Joker that he's always he was always yeah. well the Joker was always in yeah. him trying to get out. And so when you see him hitting his head on the glass it's it's almost like a metaphor hit for the Joker literally trying to burst out of this guy's life cycle. And so only when he gets off the meds, only when you know he's even talking to the psychologist or whoever it is, uh, the counselor, um state counselor, or city counselor, he's he even says um I for the longest time I didn't think I existed, but I do. Yeah. And so that's meaning like that's the joker talking that's not him you know you think it's arthur talking i don't think i exist as an average observer you think arthur's saying i don't exist Mm -hmm. but really it was the joker saying but i do the joker does exist because he's never been allowed to come out because of the meds he's never been allowed to come out because he was being controlled or manipulated or told to be a good boy does that make sense like he's yeah well
0: yeah absolutely but it was great to know that by the end like you saw the official takeover of Joker in the talk show when he like in the middle of that talk show, like he came out, you could tell like he was feeling it. He sits down and he was, you know, he didn't know what to do at first. And then all of a sudden when something sparked politically, I guess, yes, he awoke like weird choice of words to use, but Joker was woke at that point And that was it. That yep. was, now he's Joker. Like through the end of that movie, he is the Joker.
1: Well, and he was real, and it was a yeah. real thing. He called he called out the host. He's like, "You brought me on here to make fun of me, right? So don't, you know, don't don't screw around with me." And uh, again, I love it when movies um, force you to agree with a villain. And I was telling my wife after I watched it, I felt like uh, they did a great job making you sympathize and relate to his character. I liked how too they they um, made you misled you into thinking his. Uh, his impressions of having a relationship with the the neighbor, I thought that was a nice thing. Like that didn't exist, but in his mind it did. He had a relationship and a friendship with her.
0: Oh my god, I thought that was real for the almost half the movie. No,
1: no, no. It was. It, it was until he was in his... the
0: apartment, and then she's like, "You're in the wrong apartment, Arthur." I'm like, "What?" Oh, you guys already hooked up though? I thought.
1: No, no, no. no. That's that's when you learn that it was that relationship was all concocted in his mind. No, I know um, that.
0: I'm just saying before then, I thought it was actually. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, when it comes to comics, uh, I wish I could remember which one it is, but I don't. I mean, is it? I don't know if it's Dark Knight. It might be Dark Knight. Um, Arthur Miller's Dark Knight, not Arthur Miller. Uh, is it Frank Miller? Frank Miller. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Miller is somebody else that writes. Um, so uh, Frank Miller, he, I really thought I was like, oh crap, they're gonna do that scene where he breaks the coffee mug and slices the host's throat right but they didn't do that he just he just shot, he shot him which him, was which a, was pretty a little dramatic. twist yeah yeah um but i thought that i mean leading all the way up to it i'm always impressed with colors and i thought cinematically speaking um dp or editing involved regarding the colors and the backgrounds like even when he's in the police car and he's just leaning his head out the the side of the, or leaning against the glass is looking at the carnage yeah you see different streetlights and signs in the background that are like blurred out but the colors complement him they're very um carnival-esque i just like how I he just, said
0: it. he did that i did
1: yes yeah, i did this well and a lot of people you know relate and agree with him i love the costume piece that the red velvety type suit as opposed to the purple it was almost it was purple nice...
0: which was like nice it was like going in that direction kind of thing mm-hmm.
1: They had a lot of Red Hood elements to it. Uh, he was a struggling in the Red Hood comic uh, where he the Red Hood gang kind of uh, tricks him into becoming something that he's not. Interesting. Uh, he, he was a failing comic at the time. Uh, I liked the backstory of the mental illness uh, based on abuse, and I liked the idea of um, his mother also being uh, mentally unstable. It was, that but was it's almost that like it, a
0: story you can almost believe. The way she yes. told her story you can almost believe that yes. a billionaire would falsify all that shit. Well, you know what I mean? Well,
1: it, well, At first at first, I thought they were teasing a story from the, the 52 the new 52 because there was a great um, one of the first stories the new 52. A lot of fans didn't like it but I thought the 52 was great. and they, It was the owl story and they hinted and teased at the thought that Bruce Wayne had an illegitimate brother that was kept under wraps or undercover. And for the longest time, the way they wrote the story, you actually considered it being true. And they kind of played that up here where Bruce Wayne's uh, father, um, Thomas, may have had that that illegitimate son. I just thought that would have been a very interesting twist if that was the case. Because one, he comes across as this perfect person. But then, you know, like they he's
0: totally painted him as the evil, a villain in this.
1: Yes. But it, it was clever because he was and he wasn't. Uh, he, yes, he kind of represented all of the rich people in society kind of way where pe- uh, people were beneath him. But he did care at the same time. It was very interesting how they did it. And um, what I loved the most about the film which is because of all the hype and because of all the wokeness and all of the wokeness. Tra- trashing on the, uh, the superhero movie as a whole, Yeah. But what I appreciated about this movie was it was really well done. I liked the idea that Joker had something to do with Bruce's parents' death.
0: Well, that, I, just th- I got something to say on that.
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: So, which I found very nice and a nice throwback, I believe... The original batman comics when they talk about bruce wayne's past it is joker that kills his parents but it's a nice little it's a nice little show at this because maybe when you're that kid you thought it was joker because it was a, a someone in a mask well, really no, that, uh,
1: no, the only time that ever happened was Michael Keaton's Batman. They made oh, is the that choice. that what that was? Yeah. They huh. made the choice. That's what I'm saying. There's never been a definitive version. So one version is the Red Hood gang uh, selects this pathetic. They, they The Red Hood gang always selects a pathetic person to be their leader because at the end of the robbery, that pathetic leader always gets the rap or right. just gets... Screwed over and captured. Yeah, he's the scapegoat. In the case of that story, he happened to run by Axis Chemicals and fall in, and it made it worse for him, and it was his really bad day. Then you have the Michael Keaton movie where you know Joker's the one that just was a thug and did it. Uh, I, I those are the only two real origin stories that I'm, I'm familiar with. And And since then, I don't know.
0: The random Batman
1: Begins that's right a random thief is always and i think in the original comic it was just a random thief i
0: don't know and but i, li- maybe I like maybe other i like you guys
1: know more about it i like what
0: they i like what they did and they went after that yes and, and it was like it was it was a clear message too like it's like modern message wow like kill the rich the rich are taking like the rich have controlled us for too long kind of bullshit and that message is very clear and they made it very clear they were saying this message throughout the whole movie and at the well, end saying you know thomas wayne like and he makes that statement about you know you know you think you're doing good for us we'll die for it or whatever and you know
1: well it's interesting too because uh if you remove politics meaning like the actual um you know who's running for president right now and that kind of stuff who's in congress who's in the senate all that blah 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 crap and you just look at the basic things the the reality of the world that we're living in uh, homeless stuff is on the rise now. It started out with people choosing to live, like in the, especially in the warmer areas like SoCal. You know that people, some people just chose to be homeless. You know, they just wanted to. Right. Uh, other people did not choose to do it, but they just they're homeless. But it's become a ridiculous epidemic now, where it's really become a real problem, especially on the West Coast. And uh, what I found interesting about this movie. Is It is a story about mental illness and a lot of people today in our society, they're talking about how uh, the real problem isn't homelessness per se, but mental illness and what causes someone to want and or to continue to live as a homeless person, whether it was by choice or not. It's a mental illness and not enough is being addressed by it, you know, like building shelters and giving them food is not the solution. It's like giving them the help that they They need help. Yeah they need help and, and not, i just thought it was very that because you're going back to your comment about like oh the rich are the rich and they're screwing everybody over yes to some extent but i think what really that movie was about especially with those people lashing out was it's to imply like they did have they all agreed on the same common ground they all may have had a form of mental illness because it wasn't everybody obviously in gotham but no there's a lot of people that could have had mental illness, and it could have been a lot of poor people, you know, a lot of struggling people. And I just, and they, if you watch behind the scenes, they they focus a lot on um, the settings. And I didn't see it the first time around. I'm kind of embarrassed by it, but they even talked about like the trash in the film, literally the trash. So like in certain neighborhoods, the trash was piled up in certain places, and you know, it was stacked differently. They they went out of the filmmakers went out of their way to make trash a part of the
0: scene of the scene and i thought it was
1: interesting yeah i thought it was interesting because like i said when you think homeless and you think trash and and the degenerates of society and mental illness you know it was like well this is what happens because even the joker says is what happens when you ignore them and you don't let their voices being heard and you don't you know you don't help them you just make fun of them or the rich people blow them over i just thought it was a very very interesting metaphor about all of that so
0: yeah how'd you what'd you think of the end like him walking out of that you're you taking the assumption he killed his doctor or whatever the person yes yeah, because his bloody well, feet yeah well
1: and it uh well again i thought it was a beautifully done scene because she says what's so funny and he says you you wouldn't get the joke but yeah. the joke was he was going to kill her right so and she then, wouldn't think that's funny and then he walks, but he does and then
0: he walks out and then just like his bloody footprints it's just amazing yeah
1: Well, I I just, um, I you know after uh, what was it? Um, Geez, Heath Ledger. You know people were like saying it. You know it would be really hard to top that performance, but I think Joaquin did a really great job. I think what I appreciated about him and his performance was the fact that again, it was very natural. There was you could tell there was choices. I loved moments that I loved was like. Um, and my heart went out for his character was the uh, the card, you know, like when he got nervous or stressed, he would just it was a forced laugh, meaning like it just yeah. he was not in control of it.
0: You got had gotta to see all sorts he, of laughs he, from him too,
1: right? But it was very consistent when it came out, and like when he showed the card at first, you, you you feel sorry for Arthur. You do, but the reality is it's not Arthur that's laughing at that point, and I just find that so interesting and it, i i feel like i need to, i only saw it once but i want to watch it a couple more times to just right. really see those um those little nuances because i think i think they did a great job with it i i wish that they would make more movies like that because in my opinion if people like martin scorsese you think that superhero movies are not cinema and joker they say is cinema you know okay fine then take the take the comic book industry more seriously and make these movies more serious. You know, yeah, you know, cause I think people would, I, you can't, I, I just loved the idea. Like I said, I think one of the most things I, I was taken back by was how much the Batman lore was in the movie because all the hype, they made it sound like it's not about a movie about mental illness. It's not really about the Joker becoming the Joker. It's about this man and his, his problems. And I was, So for me, I was just kind of like, okay, whatever, I'll I'll see what this is all about. But it actually had a lot more Batman to it than people realized, you know? And I thought it was just, it would have been a wonderful stepping stone. Like if DC was to like clean the slate right now and they started with that movie, it would be great, but they've already said it's just a one and done, so.
0: It'd just be interesting. Well, J.J. Abrams can build off of it. Um, It's just interesting because uh, my roommate just now, he, he said he saw Joker and he was saying like... It wasn't what I expected. They built it like a superhero movie. I'm like, no, they did not make it like a no, superhero movie. No, they didn't. They didn't try to produ- like promote that in any kind of way towards a superhero movie. No, 100% the opposite.
1: Cause they, they wanted totally, people to take it seriously. Yeah,
0: they took it a totally artistic way. Like, you we're going to see the development of Joker. I wasn't even interested in seeing it, to be honest. I was like, doesn't look like anything I want to watch. But then... well
1: like i yeah you know like i i tend to not watch movies while the hype is high that's why i said i waited a long time for black panther because between the hype and the politics it's just really hard to erase that from your mind when you go see the movie it makes you put a a
0: prejudgment on it before you. yeah exactly
1: so i just like to let it die out but this one i i I mean granted i waited for it to come out on video because i was busy but uh the hype was still strong it was in the awards and everything but i just thought yeah, I mean, I didn't want to see it necessarily because I was like, they're just going to make it into some political bullshit thing. And I'm glad they they didn't. It wasn't preachy. You know what I mean? And it was no, a well-made movie. Very so, well made. And Joaquin did an excellent job. Uh, Robert De Niro played a great job being the... Some
0: say that this is Robert De Niro's first acting gig.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised because um, he he had to, like I said, that entrance, that... I loved, I'm so grateful they put that in behind the scenes where they showed all his different entrances because you had to constantly ad lib. You didn't know what he was going to do. You didn't know what he was going to say. So I wouldn't be surprised at all. It was probably very natural moments for, like, everything you see Robert De Niro doing is probably Robert De Niro. (laughs) I mean, the man, because, you know, you just never know what the guy's going to do. Yeah. You know?
0: So what do you think? Final thoughts?
1: Final thoughts is, um, Joker's a perfect example of when you take a comic book movie seriously, um, like, you, you, how many times do you hear the jokes? Like, old, white, fat guys live in their mom's basements reading comic books, right? Right. But there's there's something to be said about the stories that they make in comics. Like, everybody that writes a comic book, the writers, the, the artists that draw the stories, the panels, I mean, I went to Comic-Con one year, and, you know, it was about the Spider-Verse, for example, they were doing the Spider-Verse, and, uh, you know, one of the comic characters i don't remember her name she was a neighbor and to one of the the other heroes spider-man i think or doc ock i can't remember which but he she would come and visit him but she was dying of cancer and it was a touching thing because when he was talking about it comic con he was saying that that uh it was based off of influential things like the guy was interested in her but she was standoffish because they uh she knew she wasn't gonna maybe be around and so that writer obviously had a very similar experience and decided to share it with the world in his book but you know everyone just sees you know tights They think and, it's and no they fucking see it's
0: cartoon and it's drawn and it's oh no that's not what that's not literature that's or not cultural that's not going to build anything but
1: right exactly if it's not creating some political statement or something which they all know. do
0: though in theory I mean well
1: my, but but that goes back to the owners of the the major, the major property owners. Like let's look Disney's perfect example. You know, no, but if, earlier if, if, than if that, a Marvel was do, no, doing no, that no, 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 no. shit too.
0: Before no, 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 no.
1: I'm saying I'm just saying they're at the mercy of their 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 top dog. So for example, when Marvel. Was owned by disney and fox wasn't playing ball they killed off the x-men they killed off yes, yes. the fantastic four so, so those writers movies. are sometimes bound by those by those things but i'm just saying when you don't when when a writer and an artist are free to actually just make the product the way they want it without the politics of the ownership involved then it that's when beautiful things are created and i feel and i hope joker was one of those properties where nothing i will say this about dc they don't seem to be pushing any agendas i yeah marvel and disney are pushing agendas and i think that's going to be their downfall and i think uh and uh i think that's what's going to save warner brothers and give disney a run for its money uh if warner brothers stand strong with their choices a beautiful strong wonder woman is a perfect example i mean harley quinn the actress was uncomfortable in the first uh What was it? Suicide Uh, Squad, squad because she was um, scantily clad. And, uh, you know, she thought that, you know, her sex appeal was being what the force driven thing. And they they toned it down for this next one, which I'm okay with. I appreciate what they did, you know, because I'm not watching it to see Harley Quinn naked. I'm watching it to see this crazy character do crazy things, you know, and um, I think Warner Brothers, you know, (laughs) Warner Brothers is, you know, They do a lot of stupid stuff, you know. They're like we talked about how ridiculous their movies are, where the whole planet blows up and the next day they're still making newspapers. But at the end of the day, at least they are not going that super crazy woke route. Does that make sense? Like it's not like uh, I don't know. I just feel like they're just still staying true to the stories at times, and I I just appreciate the Warner Brothers for doing that aspect for now. Your
0: opinion right now, yeah, yeah. So,
1: so I thought Joker was great. I thought. All solid performances all around. Um, wasn't preachy. It was very... I, I enjoy movies that make me sympathetic towards the characters, even when those characters are doing really heinous things. Um, yeah, I just... When, when, you, uh, when you cringe because you agree or sympathize with a villain, that tells you they did a good job.
0: I'd agree with that.
1: That's it. That's my final thought. What about
0: you? Uh, I'm going to say just one little thing. My grandma told my dad when he was reading comics when he was a child that he's allowed to keep reading them, and parents were like, why are you letting your kid just read these drivel? Because back then, you know, this is probably oh, yeah. in the 50s, yep. in the 60s. Well,
1: and, they were also... Um...
0: Can I do my thought? <laughs>
1: sorry it's just back then the comics were like uh it's fine they were looked like demonic people thought they were not very that's you fine know.
0: but parents looked at my grandma like she was crazy letting my dad do that And know what her response with at least he is reading right right yep and with that yep.
1: does he we... have any famous comics that are worth shit tons of money now as a ah, result
0: of that probably yeah you should call him up <laughs> matt on that bombshell (laughs) that is matthew
1: yes thank you for listening to entertainment banter my name is matt
0: and i am joel and i am done